Well, greetings all of our family and friends. want to welcome you to our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host for today, Apostle Nathaniel Leon. I'm excited that you are with us. We're believing for God's grace and anointing to rest upon the podcast. And we're praying that his word would come forth with power, with victory, with authority, and that he would be glorified. So glad you're joining us. Uh, we are actually traveling uh, at the moment in uh, South Africa. We're doing uh, the work of the Lord, preparing for a mighty move of God in Secunda. Uh, we're going to be at the Rain Conference and the Firebeat Conference. It's going to be a mighty time with Apostle uh, Howard Pios and Apostle Phil Vermelon. So I'm going to give you some more information about that, but I wanted to come to you and bring the word of the Lord. So all of you joining in, the Lord bless you and uh, all those comments that are coming in. I'm just greeting you by faith. Uh, we recorded this in in the past, but we're actually in the future. So the Lord bless you. I'm glad you're with us. We're going to start with Romans chapter number eight and verse 21. We're going to pick up where we concluded last week. Uh, we were talking about uh, kings and priests and the assignment uh, to, to move into liberty through rulership. But here is what Romans 8 21 says. And, and because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Now again, corruption is not just perversion or wickedness. It is wickedness that is in authority. Any kind of authority that is not governing by the image and likeness of Christ is corrupted. It doesn't have its nature. Now, you don't have to be Christian to be Christ-like or have goodness to operate in integrity, in purity, with right motives. But the source of good is God. So any type of leadership that does not have the characteristics of Christ is corrupted leadership. So a stealing and perversion and uh, uh, embezzlement and bribery. One word for corruption is bribery to take uh, a payment uh, to corrupt that office, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, governmental office, whether it's a business office of leadership and uh, an owner of a business or a managerial position, whether it's in education, whether it's in arts and, and music, any type of authority that is perverted in its origin is corrupted and releases bondage under those who are under its stewardship. So let me encourage you by the Spirit of God that the grace of Almighty God is upon you to go into those fears, spheres and into those levels of influence and bring them under the dominion of your God which produces liberty and glory. Let's keep reading. Here is what the scripture tells us. Uh, because the, cre the creature itself shall be delivered. Again, deliverance is freedom. It is breaking the change of bondage from the corruption of this age or this world into glory, which is doxa, where we get the word doxology, which is worship, or doxa from the word orthodox, which is order or arrangement. And God wants to lose worship that releases proper arrangement, proper order. This doxa, this opinion, this judgment of God of good, of mercy, when glory manifests, it's a manifestation of the of the will of God, the, the judgment of God or decision of God. Judgment sounds scary, but it means decision, the opinion of God. And he is healing. He is deliverance. He is breakthrough. When glory manifests, atmospheres, people and places and things are now affected by the power.
power of Almighty God, it comes through you, it comes upon you, and it comes over you in areas that you've never seen it before. So the Bible says, according to the word of God, that this corruption and bondage and slavery, remember that slavery system requires kings. We talked about this last week, that kings and, and rulers must rule under the nature of God. And this is why God rose up Moses for 38 years to be trained like a king so we can lead them out of slavery. He didn't raise up a, a, a slave to lead them. He raised up a king mindset. The glorious liberty of the children of God. We talked about this. Let's go actually to Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. It also gives us this concept and this principle in the scripture of being kings and priests unto God. Again, you are a king and you are a priest unto God. What you are to God, you become to men. What you are in the spirit, you will become in the natural. You do not start in the flesh and finish in the flesh. You start in the spirit and you end in the spirit. The Bible warns us to be careful. That which begun in the spirit cannot be perfected in the flesh. So being a king, a ruler, a head, a leader, a decision maker requires formation because kings require discipline. They require stewardship of their mind and their appetites and their desire because when you get to the kingdom or the palace, anything you desire, you can have. But if you desire in your kingdom things that are illegal in the kingdom or in your area of measure of rule, uh, that sounds weird like it's a contrary, but in your measure of rule, in your level of authority, if you desire in that measure of rule what is outside of the kingdom parameters and laws, you now become violating of your kingdom uh, ambassador grace. Now I bring into the, the area of my authority what is illegal in heaven now there is a dysfunction and a disconnect and now there's violation or there is a judgment there's transgression and there's iniquity and there's trespass against the heavenly assignment here is what it says he's made us unto unto uh, he's made us kings and priests unto God and his father. This is the assignment. This is the purpose that God has ordained for you and I to walk in. You are kings and priests. I'm going to say that again. You are kings and priests unto God and the father. And in order for him to receive glory and dominion, we must step into kingly and priestly roles. King is an owner. King is an overseer king is a ruler it's a leader it's a head and not a tail this is our assignment but priests are those who must function in the stewardship of the chambers of god not just spiritual but it's actually physical it's 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 earthly assignment of heavenly matters so there is a tabernacle here we read this the bible says that we are not to forsake the gathering together last week we talked about Hebrews 12 23 the general assembly of the saints you're not gathered unto uh, an earthly mountain called Sinai you are gathered to a heavenly mountain called uh, called Zion you are in Zion and there's a general assembly of the saints and your names are written in heaven you understand when your names are written you begin to operate in authority this is what the 70 came back rejoicing that devils were subject and they obeyed in the name of Jesus. And this is what the, the uh, Jesus corrects them. He said, don't celebrate that demons are our subject. Here is what the scripture says. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw Satan fall like lightning. So 
He should obey you. Demons should obey you. I saw Satan fall like lightning, the scripture tells us. And uh, going to Luke 10 verse 18, and he said, but I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Again, go back if you would. Uh, behold, I give you power. Notwithstanding uh, Luke, right? We were verse 18. 10, 18, behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning. So 17 says the 70 returned again. Go back to 17 saying, Lord, even the devils are subject through thy name. So yes, it is important that devils obey because uh, you, they were made under, under uh, the authority or they were made to be subject to the name of Jesus. Demons have to obey that name. They cheer that name and they tremble. But Jesus responded, I, I beheld, I saw Satan fall. The devil is defeated. His power is broken and his, his rulership has already been brought under the authority of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Behold, verse 19, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, upon all the power of the enemy and nothing by enemy will be able to hurt you. So God is giving to the, to the, to the disciples here, 70 power. Now this word power, there's two words primarily used for power. Number one is exousia and number two is dunamis. Dunamis is dynamic explosive power, a dynamic ability, dynamic function, but exousia is positioning and it is authority. God gave them authority to tread or to, to stand upon serpents and scorpions. Both of them have one thing in common. They carry venom and venom separates the signals of light from the head to the body. I've given you power to stop that leaven of the Pharisees that gets in the ear of the church that disconnects the head from the body. You can hear the word of the Lord. You can hear what thus says the Lord over all the power of the enemy. I want to tell you by the spirit, the power of the enemy is broken and nothing shall by in any means harm you because you've got power. Notwithstanding verse 20 says you've got power over the enemy. The enemy cannot harm you. You are harming him. You don't have to fear the power of the serpent. The serpent bows to the name of Jesus. Don't be, do, do not be fearful of viruses. Don't be fearful of diseases and infirmities. For greater is he that is in you. I'm going to repeat this before I go and move on. The, na the name, there's power in names. And they named COVID-19 Corona Crown Virus. And Corona means crown and virus means snake venom. Snake venom. Look up the word virus in Latin. It means snake venom, the crown venom. And people have feared this serpent and feared its sting. And though it does exist and people have been affected by this, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have the power that, that it had because we feared it. We heard words about what it did to people. We heard words about what it did to pastors. We heard words about what it did to family members. So that word got in our ear. And instead of knowing we're healed by his stripes, we begin to fear the thing more than we feared. We feared the blood more than we, we reverence the blood. We reverence the thing more than we reverence. I'm not trying to get in your business and offend anybody, but I'm telling you the next lockdown, the next kind of viruses they're going to release, the next pandemic they're going to bring is going to be one engineered to bring fear into the heart of people so they can govern by fear. And God gave you power over all the power of the enemy, all the serpents, all the diseases, all the famines, all the pestilence. He gave you power over these forces. Notwithstanding, verse 20 says, rejoice not in that the spirits are subject to you. They should be subject to you. 
They should yield themselves to you. They should yield themselves to the grace upon your life. Notwithstanding, they are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You see, once your names are written, once your names are bona fide, it means now you can operate in another level of earthly authority. Rejoice that I, I proclaim those names. You see, here is what Jesus said. Jesus said this, do not be ashamed of me. Do not be ashamed of me before men. If you are ashamed of me before men, I will not declare your, 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 your name before the Father uh, uh, in heaven. Here's what the scripture says. We're going to go there. You understand that God wants to give you authority. It says that we're not to be ashamed before men. We're not to be ashamed of God before men. Because if we're ashamed of God before men, he cannot proclaim our name before the Father and the angels in heaven. I'm going to repeat that to you. If we are ashamed of him before men, if we're ashamed of God, then God cannot proclaim our, his name before the Father in heaven and the angels. Do not be ashamed of God before men. This is an important principle. I said, this is an important principle. This principle of boldness. Do not be ashamed. Here's what the scripture says. Here is uh, uh, what Mark 8.38 says. Let's go there. Mark 8.38. Whoever therefore shall be ashamed of me of my words is an adulteress, sinful generation of him. And shall shall the son of man be ashamed when he cometh in glory and the... and and the father and the glory of his holy angels i want you to understand god wants us to have boldness god wants us to have confidence god wants us to operate in another level of authority that we are confident of the lord and because of that confidence we can move in boldness we can move in authority whoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words it in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he comes in glory and his with his father and the glory of the angels so again when there's shame and there's a lack of confidence in God there's a lack of confidence in the spirit realm Luke 9 verse 26 this is what I'm looking for Luke 9 verse 26 we're going to read that Luke chapter 9 verse number 26 Jesus said for whoever shall be ashamed of, of me and my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his glory and the Father. But I tell you the truth, there's some of here that shall not see death. I want you to be encouraged. Confidence with God produces confidence in heaven. And if you're confident with God, you will be confident, uh, confident in the earth realm. Go back to verse 23. So the Bible says our names are written in heaven. They are written in an, in, an, in books, uh, uh, in in. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 Hebrews 12 23 right there written in heaven and to the judge of all and to the spirits of just men perfected I want you to realize God is trying to take just men and perfect them he doesn't just want us to operate in uh in justified faith though we are God must now justify what has been, uh, or he must now perfect what has been justified. He is the spirit, he is the judge of all and to the spirits of just men perfected. 
So we are not to forsake the gathering together of the saints. We don't forsake that gathering because when we come together, we operate in dominion, in authority, in, in power, in victory. There's something about our gathering. And this is why there, there, so many have forsaken the gathering together because there's only one power that has the power to keep the spirit of Antichrist at bay. And our gathering is not just a, a religious obligation. It is a it is a gathering of the saints that are coming into community and they are gathering together. We talked about that again. And so the Bible says again, we were in uh, Revelation 1 verse 6, we are priests and we are kings or we are kings and priests unto God. And in this operation, we will see glory, which is doxa, and dominion forever and ever. It releases dominion and glory. It releases power and victory. It changes how we see the things around us. It gives us the right perspective to know and to understand what God is saying upon our hearts and in our mind. Are you hearing by the Spirit? If you are, say amen. I want to declare you're called to be kings. We looked at this before we left. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, seek first the kingdom. Seek primarily the kingdom. Seek the kingdom that was before. Seek the identity, but also seek the righteousness of the king. Not your righteousness, his righteousness. When you seek his righteousness, what is his righteousness? Purity, holiness, righteousness, uh, integrity, character, but it's also function. What is the function of the king in the kingdom? It is rulership. It is dominion. And God is looking to raise up men and women to be kings and priests in the kingdom of God. He wants you to decree a thing and have it be established. He said, if you seek his righteousness, the things you, you seek will now seek you. Earlier, verse 31 says, uh, Matthew 6, 31 says, there is a, a battle. There is a war. Therefore, take no thought saying what we will eat, what we will drink, what we will wear. And see, this is the challenge that we want to seek God with all of our heart, but we've got to pay the bills. We've got to keep the lights on. We've got to do what's necessary. And I'm not telling you not to work a job. Do what God tells you to do until he tells you to do otherwise. But your vocation is not your work. What you do vocationally is not your kingdom assignment. Hear me by the spirit. Though you are a carpenter, Though, Jesus, you're not going to remain in carpentry. Though you are a fisherman, Paul, you're not going to remain uh, Paul, a tent maker, Paul. You're not going to remain a tent maker, Paul. Though you're a fisherman, Peter, you're not going to stay fishing. Are you hearing me by the Spirit? There is a vocation above this. And you may have fleets of fish. You may have fleets of tents. You may have fleets or, or businesses of cabinet making. Though you're David and, 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 and Moses, though you're a shepherd, so you are king trained to be a king for 38 years and then you were trained to be a shepherd for 40 years look at that he's training to be a king and a shepherd for 40 years Moses so that he can lead the people of God for 40 years this is the assignment you're not remain to, you're not supposed to remain a shepherd of sheep David and, and Moses you're meant to shepherd the sheep of God Moses uh, uh, Peter you're not meant to be a fisherman you're supposed to fish men you're supposed to catch men. Uh, Paul, you're not meant to be a tent maker. You're meant to build the house of God. Jesus, you're not made to stay in cabinet making. You're meant to hang on a tree which is made of wood. Everything you do has destiny, but you must graduate from vocation to occupation in the kingdom. Vocation is your work or your, your occupation. Your work is your kingdom assignment. And yes, 
yes, Joseph had the coat of many colors. And yes, he went into the pit. And yes, he was in part of his house. And yes, he was in the prison. But ultimately, his goal was to be a king and a priest. He was meant to be a ruler over all of the, 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 the nations of the world. And so we cannot think above ourselves, but we cannot think beneath the measure. What God has said we must be, we must be. Is that all of us? You are called to be ahead and not the tail. You are called to be above and not beneath. You are called to be a lender and not a borrower. You are called to be, uh, you are called to be blessed going in and blessed going out. Now we think about those terms, the lender and not the borrower, because your Bible says that the lender is a slave or the borrower is a slave to the lender. That's what your scripture tells you, that when I borrow money, I become a slave to that system and to that lender. I'm now subject. So he says, you are to lend and not borrow. The Bible says you have to be a head and not the tail. The head is the decision maker. The head is the, the leader. God is looking to raise up leaders. See, he's trying to train us for rulership. Here is what uh, Matthew 16 and verse number 18 tells us. This is the concept that God is taking fishermen and taking nobodies and people who don't have degrees and pedigrees and they don't have all of the, all of the answers, all of the solutions, and he's taking the nobodies and he's connecting them to a somebody named Jesus so we can tell everybody about the power of the kingdom. Matthew 16, 18 says, I say unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. God wants to build something and raise up an ecclesia. I say that you are Peter. You were Simon, now you're Peter. You were Saul, now you're Paul. You were Sarai, now you're Sarah. You were Abraham, now you're Abraham. You were Jacob, deceiver, supplanter, trickster, no good, low down, now you're Israel. God wins, God prevails. Prince with God, you're ahead now. I'm transforming you from who you were. Not only am I giving you a kingdom authority, I'm giving you inheritance. I'm giving you cities. I'm giving you kingdom authority to rule five cities, 10 cities, one city. I want to give you authority. The problem is we don't know how to operate in that authority. We don't know how to operate in that dominion. We don't know how to live in that realm of authority. Hear me by the spirit. You've been ordained by the grace of God to operate in dominion. He said, I've given you power over serpents and scorpions. He said, you are Peter and upon this rock, I'm going to build the church, the ecclesia. And we've turned church into religion when it's actually a governmental term. It's a, it's a form of governing. It is a, a form of, though we worship and we pray and we, we seek God, you are worshiping in spirit and in truth. The Bible says, according to the word, he would build up his ecclesia and it would cause the, the ecclesia of God to cause the gates of hell not to prevail against the church. I'm going to read that again. So the job of the church is to take the gates of hell and to see them recede, not to proceed, but recede, to go backwards. So church ecclesia, governing kingdom authority, should cause darkness to flee, devils to run, powers to, 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 to retreat, and the kingdom to come. And that's not just in church when we say amen and open up the scriptures. It's, it's in the world system. It's edu in education. It's in arts. It's in entertainment. He said, thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the word prevail means to be strong, to be superior in strength. 
katas kaho. It means to be to, to be strong to another's detriment, to prepare pre- prevail against, to be superior. To be over. God said the world isn't going to remain over you. The, the earth isn't going to remain. The gates of hell, the demonic forces are going to bow to the kingdom of God. How is that ever going to happen? Verse 19 says, I'm going to give you keys. What do keys do? Unlock locks. What do locks do? Keep people out. They're designed to keep people out and only certain people in. Specific access to dimensions. Doors are gateways to new dimensions. And these doors have locks on them. And we must go through these doors to see and to hear and to understand what we've not seen and heard and understood. I'm going to pick this up back up next week. You got to understand God wants to give you keys of the kingdom keys of kingdom insight not to the kingdom of the principles of the kingdom the secrets of the kingdom the concepts and the and the perspectives of the kingdom that when you see things from a kingdom mindset the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of God the kingdom of glory the kingdom of the nature of our king Whatever you bind or close on earth becomes closed from heaven and whatever you open or loose becomes loose from heaven. God wants a partnership between heaven and earth, which means he wants to back up every prayer, back up every decree, back up every every word. This is the mind of God. I need to pray over you and for you right now. If you're listening under the sound of my voice, God made you for glorious liberty as a son or daughter of God, as a representative of Jesus in the earth realm. But the enemy wants us to be uh, aware and, and cognizant and conscious of bondage, of, of despair. He wants us to have our eyes on, on inferiority and, and what the enemy is doing and not on what God is doing. But hear me by the Spirit that God has anointed you and appointed you in this moment to operate in supernatural power. I need to pray with you now. If you're listening under the sound of my voice, every place you've been attacked, every place you've been uh, opposed, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that each man and woman under the sound of my voice would be strengthened and encouraged, that virtue would come upon them, that power would come upon them, that another measure of the anointed one and his anointing would touch us and strengthen us, that God, every limitation mentally, emotionally, spiritually would come off of these men, come off of these women of God and that what you've placed on them would be resident and powerful. Loose the grace of your presence upon this man, on this woman, so that you would get glory and that your name would be exalted. Now I declare that we will not celebrate, though demons will be subject, though mountains will be moved, though nations will be wrought and will be established in the kingdom of God, though the mighty works of God will be rotten, will, will be performed and will be established I ask you for the grace of the Spirit of Almighty God to come upon these men that you heal and you strengthen them, the inner man, in the inner woman, to be fortified and to be lifted up in their inner woman. God, do it according to your word, and we will be sure to give you all of the praise, all of the glory. Now, I speak directly to that man. I need to pray before you go. I speak to that man who's felt weary and overwhelmed. Uh, As you see, mountains standing before you man of God your family financial God said don't you fear I've appointed you and I'm going to direct you by my spirit says the Lord woman of God I see you praying for salvation God said it's coming through the airwaves 
and I've already called it yours. You just have to settle in and watch and see the salvation of the Let it settle in your heart. I see a confirming now. I speak directly uh, to uh, vertebrae, to back issues, to spinal dysfunction, to curvatures of the spine. We pray alignment in the name of Jesus. We ask it according to your word that you would bring life and life abundantly over your people even now. I ask you for direction and for guidance, that man of God, that woman of God that needs that next step. I see God opening a scroll to you and revealing to you secrets of where you need to go and how you need it to get done. I see effectiveness and efficiency coming by the power of the word. I declare debts will be taken care of. Resource will come. Housing miracles, loose them according to your word and will give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Make sure you get back and testify. If that was you, if you felt the power of God, some of you are feeling fire in your body. That's the miracle working anointing going through the airwaves. It's touching you now. He is touching you now. It is the healer and his name is Jesus. And what he does is he breaks burdens and he removes yokes. And most of them are in our mind and in our perception so that you can be aware of healing that's already yours by the power of the blood. But I need you to do the work of the evangelist. Testify so that thing is healed. If you feel the warmth, Put it in the comment. I'm feeling this. I'm sensing this. It's an act of faith that our faith and our belief is touching yours. And God is healing according to the working of his power. This we seal in the name of Jesus. And we're sure to give you all of the praise, all of the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, we're so grateful for all of our Charisma Podcast Network family. We're praying that you were edified and strengthened by the word. I ask you to do that work of the evangelist. Share the podcast and uh, like the podcast. Make sure you let somebody know if you were edified. We can't wait to see you next week right here at the same time, believing for God's grace and mercy to abound in all that you do. Again, if you want more information about more ministry content or our up-and-coming events in the Riverside area or when we'll be in your state, uh, go to thisrockinternational.org. There is a ministry link there, a website, so you can be a part of that, thisrockinternational.org. Believing for God's grace and for blessing in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. You are blessed. Amen. All the rest of our YouTube and Facebook family, the Lord bless you. Again, we're getting ready. They may be getting, if they can get this ready, possibly in the next few minutes, Sunday's flyer. We'll be having Prophetess Morgan with us. Even uh, that's fine if we don't have an updated date, but that date will be October 8th. Uh, That's going to be coming and that's going to be Prophetess Morgan will be with us and she's going to be bringing a powerful word from the Lord. It's going to be a life-changing encounter. They're going to, we're going to move in that in just a minute, but we're grateful for the grace of the Lord, believing that, uh, again, I am traveling. There we go. I am traveling right now in uh, South Africa as we speak. This is a pre-recorded message. So tonight uh, we are going to have our midweek glory encounter. We're going to have uh, some of our ministers ministering and preaching. It's going to be an awesome time in the word of God. The bishop will be with us, Bishop Ignacio. Some of our local ministers going to be a wonderful time of prayer and prophecy. You don't want to miss that. The worship encounter is going to be phenomenal tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, the worship encounter will begin right about 
745. You're going to hear a phenomenal word. I'm going to ask them to pray and anoint on this Wednesday night to lift you up. If you're in need of a miracle in your body, get to the altar. God is not a respecter of persons. What that means is he can do anything through anyone he chooses if faith is there. So get to the altar tonight at 7 o'clock, 6.30. Our prayer will begin. It's going to be phenomenal. Sunday, again, this Sunday, uh, prophetic Sunday, will be uh, prophetess Sarah Morgan. That is on the 8th of September. It's going to be a phenomenal time in the presence of the Lord. This Sunday, 11.30 will be prayer. 12 noon prophetic Sunday prophetess Sarah Morgan is coming to preach I'm going to ask her also to prophesy to lay hands tell everybody you know your friends your enemies uh, tell everybody get to the house of God there's going to be an anointing for miracles I can feel that I feel miracles on this podcast I can feel them flowing in the atmosphere I can feel an acceleration of angelic host in the in the realm so I'm going to be praying over that and I'm going to ask that God would minister grace over everyone in the altar at the place at the place where God has ordained for you to be at this rock international so please be there come ready to receive a word from the prophetess she always brings a timely word but I'm gonna ask her also to prophesy and lay hands and anoint in the name of Jesus also reminding uh, uh, those of you that are in South Africa again I'm in South Africa now starting Thursday night Uh, or excuse me, starting Friday night, Friday, October 6th through October 8th, we will be in Secunda, South Africa. Secunda, South Africa with our good friend, Apostle Howard and Jackie Pyros. It's going to be an awesome time and we're going to be in our rain conference, training for raining. Friday night, Saturday, all day, Sunday. It's going to be amazing. October 6th through the 8th in Secunda. Come out and join us. You can uh, message uh, Apostle Howard Piles or Apostle Phil Vermellon. It's also a joint juncture with Firebreed family. They'll be there. Apostle Phil Vermellon will be there. It's going to be an amazing weekend of preaching and teaching and prophecy. You don't want to miss that. That is in Secunda, South Africa. uh, Just a few hours outside of Johannesburg. Don't miss it. It's going to be amazing, amazing time. We can't wait to see you. I've got one more announcement for our Raising the Altar. Our Raising the Altar Lancaster. That is in just a few short weeks. Again, that is October 27th uh, through the 9th, 29th. October 27th through the 29th. It's going to be an amazing time. Make sure to register for free. We can't wait to see you there. And we're expecting God's grace and blessing. If you were blessed, there is a giving option there. If you feel led to do so, make sure you communicate with the word and seal what was spoken in your heart, in your mind, and in your spirit. There's different ways you can give via Zelle, via a text to give, or go to the website. Or if you're in international, you can give via internationally through PayPal. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Give you peace. And let the grace of God abound and go with you. God bless you. We love you. Pray for us as we travel this week. We can't wait to be home next week. Back at home. It's going to be an amazing time of power and of presence and of glory. In Jesus' name. God bless you. We'll see you next week right here at our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. This again is Apostle Nathaniel Leon praying for you and your family, and we can't wait to see you next time. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, 
YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.